Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Four Center Presents Databank Dive. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm Ken Knapsack, so happy to be with all of you here. This is a show where we take a dive into the StarWars.com databank and, of course, you know, take a little uh, 
We'll walk through the Wikipedia path to pick an item, a character, a location, a vehicle, and just celebrate it, discuss it, and ask the question, how weird is it? How wondrous is it? Or how just, you know, fun it is to have in Star Wars. We did a season of this on The Companion, a great sci-fi app. If you want to go sign up and join The Companion and find our first season, it is there for you to do so. Joseph, we are going to, we're, we're, we're in Mando season, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where we're headed, yeah? Yeah, exactly. I was interested in talking about something from The Mandalorian and I was like, what's something that's that's interesting and weird? And then a uh, personal experience popped back into my head where I was at Galaxy's Edge with my uh, wife and her uh, mother and father. And I had been on the, if you want to know anything from Star Wars, I'll let you know. But if you don't, I'll also be quiet uh, for that entire trip. And I saw this item for sale at Galaxy's Edge and I got real excited and they had a real look of like, why are you excited about that white bucket? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I had to explain to them the entire history of what we're going to talk about today, the Camtono. So I'm very happy to discuss this and already had some practice with my in-laws. Hey, this is great. This is an important piece of Star Wars uh, lore and an item. This is big. I love it. And I was so excited to see that they were, uh, you could buy your own Camtono for like 30 bucks, uh, ridiculously affordable. Uh, but I understand from the outside of like, that's a white bucket with some space stuff on it. <laughs> $30? Why? Well, let's uh, let's discover if we think it is worth uh, that much for a replica. Here is what the StarWars.com databank has to say about the Camtono. Cylindrical in shape, but small enough to be tucked under the average humanoid's arm. <laughs> a Camtono case can be used to hold a variety of treasures, including ingots of Beskar steel or a wealth of rare spice. At a moment's notice, it's small enough to be snatched up for a hasty escape. <laughs> this whole entry is very factual, but uh, riffing on, of course, uh, the the dearly beloved uh, Wilrow Hood, which I'm sure will end up talking about a plenty. Yes, yes, indeed. We, we, we have to if we did this, yes. Absolutely. We, we have to. So let's just get out of the way because uh, we want this this databank dive show to be like somewhat accessible to, to people who are not Star Wars obsessed uh, as Star Wars obsessed as we are. So if somebody uh, approached you and said, I've heard this phrase on the Internet, Wilro Hood, the running of the hoods. What the hell is that? How would you explain it to a friend quickly? I would say, you know, that one little thing you get obsessed with and you think it's just yours and then you discover that, oh, everyone had that experience and what a wonderful thing. Let's celebrate <laughs> it. That is Will Rowhood, the running of the hoods and the ice cream maker of Destiny and Star Wars, which we are definitely going to talk about, like you said. Oh, that's a gr- that is a great uh, summary of the, the importance, uh, how Will Rowhood exists in our, our little Star Wars community. There is more on the Camtono and Will Rowhood on Wikipedia. Here's what they have to say. A Camtono was a kind of security container for storing valuables. Notable users of Camtonos included the client, Cobb Vanth, Wilro Hood, and the Pike Syndicate. A male human named Wilro Hood was seen transporting a Camtono under his arm at multiple points in his life. (laughs) (laughs) Including when Baron Administrator Lando Calrissian told the people of Cloud City to evacuate due to the Imperial threat. (laughs) Uh, Under the the behind-the-scenes section on Wikipedia, it says this, Wilro Hood's Camtono prop was an unaltered ice cream maker. This was noticed by fans. And the character apparently fleeing Cloud City, clutching an ice cream machine developed a humorous cult following. 
the word Camtono may possibly be a reference to a viral video where an infant girl tries to pronounce ice cream, but instead says Camtono. Uh, so there you go. You you described the heart of it. Wikipedia gave us the backstory of Wilrow Hood. How do you feel about uh, this very clinical description of the joke of Wilrow Hood? Uh, th- this is what I would want from the fine folks uh, at Wikipedia who contribute over there. This is just give me the facts, <laughs> man. Uh, what's going on here? Uh, uh, you know, to say we're, we become obsessed with it uh, is is uh, is uh, is uh, correct, but also doesn't even fully uh, tackle the whole picture there. Uh, it's uh, it's so fun to humor humorous cult following. It's, uh, <laughs> If you get trampled in that wood run, it's a dangerous goal following. <laughs> but also the description. I love, this is what I love, Wikipedia, but also StarWars.com uh, databank. I mean, snatch up for a hasty escape. We obviously know what that's referencing. And it's a fun mm-hmm. one. Not. But I love this list of notable users. This is as if, like, you know, list who uses the Ikea Billy-style bookcase. <laughs> you know, it's just scripture. It's just a thing. And, and these are notable users of a thing you can get at the store, bro. It also suggests that they used it particularly well. Like there's some council of Camtoners like, ooh, Cobb Vance technique when he runs with that. That is some good Camtono use. Well done. I like I like what was in there, too. And the way you opened it. Style. 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 <laughs> yeah. The, the humorous cult following. Uh, I, I love it when something very organic and flowing like this became an in-joke and there's a bunch of culture built up around it. It has a very analytical and... Uh, way of speaking about it. That is a humorous cult following, very much like the way Tech would indeed describe this. Have you seen the Camtono viral video that Wikipedia is referencing? I, uh, no, I haven't. And I, I, you know, what's funny? I was like, oh, I need it. I need it for reference. I've heard, I've heard that. I've heard that fact. I don't know what uh, we're, we're talking about. I was going to do it. I ran out of time today because of a hectic morning. <laughs> I, I'm so disappointed myself. I'm going to do it right after we're done recording. It, it is exactly what it says on the tin, exactly what it says mm. on the Camtono. Uh, I, I'm sure people who actually understand, you know, the, the science and the history of human language development, it, there's, you know, a normal explanation, but it really is a dad uh, just walking his very young daughter word by word saying, uh, I, I want, want ice cream camtono and that about 17 times every time the word ice cream is offered every other word perfect every time the attempt to say ice cream is made it's camtono how do you uh I, yeah we'll talk about more more about that about the whole twisty history yeah. Yeah. of this thing uh so that's the basics of what we're talking about now we're going to get into the heart of it uh i want to start here ken when did you first notice as a fan as a viewer of the empire strikes back that Wilrow Hood uh, had an unaltered ice maker. When did that bit of Star Wars community come into your life? Um, it's a two. It's a two part answer. I noticed Wilrow Hood almost immediately, and uh, <laughs> I didn't see Empire till a little bit later. I saw it in like eighty three, but I, I saw things out of order. I saw Empire after Jedi, um, but I always say it. It just meshed into one kind of memory for me. But I, I, I yeah, immediately saw that uh, referencing that guy. Part of my childhood did not care pick up on understand know that it was uh, a, a human uh, earthbound object that came a little bit later late 90s more social media emerging where that that shared unique journey could be explored by all of us of hey that thing is this uh, so i was always not confused but i was like oh i i don't know what it is it just looked like something he was carrying <laughs> but i knew <laughs> yeah. him right i knew him and i knew he had a figure and all that stuff and the legend grew i just didn't dive into it 
Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think when it was first brought up to me or first heard it, you know, it was probably in conversation with other, you know, uh, friends at like a convention, uh, that convention mm-hmm. I mentioned uh, often that I have attended for a very long time in Minneapolis uh, called Convergence. It was probably brought up there and I was probably like, oh yeah, the the, the guy in the orange uh, jumpsuit? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I know. He's like, what are you talking about? That's an ice cream maker. So mm-hmm. when I looked, I saw it, but but here's the thing for me, Ken, I never had an ice cream maker growing up. Uh, I don't know if they were expensive back in the eighties or whatever, but we didn't have, we didn't have a VHS until much later in life. We didn't have a microwave until much later in life. Uh, So I probably would have grown up thinking an ice cream maker. What am I a millionaire? Of course I don't have an ice cream maker. If you'd been carrying like an easy bake oven, I would have recognized that from commercials, you know, if you've been mm-hmm. carrying like a Dairy Queen cup with Dennis the Menace on it, that was my relationship with yeah. ice cream. So funny you mentioned that. Uh, so my family, we did have an ice cream maker at one point. And yes, the top of it looked like it was more, ours was more of like a crock pot kind of feel. Mm. More, but the top was exactly what it looks like when he's running that kind of little pointy thing. And then the, the thing that kind of spins and makes the ice cream. The problem, why didn't, uh, I hadn't thought about this until you mentioned it. It should have resonated and connected sooner in me. It didn't because we, I remember the day we tried it once and we all were like, well, that ain't ice cream. And the family never (laughs) used it again. So uh, unlike running with an ice cream maker, your family ran ran away from the ice cream maker. Yeah, there's a famous local uh, ice cream uh, spot in my hometown called Bernardo's Ice Cream, now called Doc Bernstein's. And uh, it was like, you want to go to Bernardo's? Yeah, let's go to Bernardo's. (laughs) So what happened to it? Did your father just like drive down to the beach and throw it in the ocean? What happened to the ice cream maker? Actually, knowing my father, it's probably still in his uh, garage. They've moved three times since that house, but it, it's probably still there. So I think you already did a the best description of the ice cream maker we're going to manage of. It's got the spinny thing and the, the bob on the top. But how would you attempt to physically describe it if somebody's like, I, I still don't know what you're talking about? Yeah, it is a, a plastic case maybe might even be confused as a plastic trash can with a fancy possibly spinning but definitely uh, uh, a lock protected top uh generally i'm searching now either all of them white or shades of white depending on how far they've traveled in the galaxy yeah and really standing out in in kitchens of the late 70s and 80s if it's if it's white you know if it wasn't green or orange or plaid of some kind really standing out in a kitchen so yeah it has it definitely has uh 70s tupperware vibes <laughs> it's well in a 70s kitchen burp your tupperware kids and uh put your camp tono uh, down or high up on a shelf yeah burp your camp tono yeah i was trying to describe it and i started with a bucket of dreams and like okay fine that's <laughs> that's not wrong it's not wrong, <laughs> but it's a, a poetic description, a bucket of dreams if you're getting good ice cream out of it. And, and yeah. if you got, uh, you know, uh, Beskar in there or, uh, you know, Spice or whatever you got in there. Uh, but so then I was like, OK, I got to try try harder than a bucket of dreams. So I thought eh, it's like it's a it's a it's a white jug with a spinny top. And then I realized, I think for me, it's kind of got the vibe like uh, it works is a personal vault the way it's been created. But like if this was an added instrument like the modal notes added another Bith band member and they were just blowing into this. Mm. <laughs> I would believe it. Cause it kind of looks like, you know, uh, uh, the space version of, of a folk band jug you blow into. I've, yeah, I was just going to say it's a jug, ba- a jug instrument. Like, like you're a member of Mumford and son. Like this is exactly, <laughs> it. yeah, it's a great way to look at it. 
<laughs> that could have been the history of it. That could have been the story that got made up instead of this uh, container of like, did you know Willow Hood was in a band? <laughs> did you open up for the Lumineers? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what is for you, we'll dive into more details, but what is for you the big picture magic of the Camtono? What it, what does it add to Star Wars, uh, both in, I guess, in the way it actually exists in the galaxy and the twisty real life history of it? Yeah, it's hard to separate those because my answer first is going to be like the, the magic of it is it is this it is a, a connective thread for all of us it's the power of the fandom it's the power of the silly little space uh, opera meaning so much to all of us to to where um you know one of the, maybe one of the, the nice things about our star wars generation we, we did some bad things i think in the 90s and early 2000s for the generations coming up behind us but i think one of the good things is uh obsessing over this so much to where freeze frame in the vhs tapes or the trading <laughs> cards uh there wasn't a will row hood figure till much 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 later and this just was passed down like legends around a campfire about the tale of the man running with, is that an ice cream maker? That's truly the magic. And, and, and when the celebrations pop up and celebrations, uh, you know, that popped up, uh, you know, was around the prequels when they first popped up, uh, you know, are much different than the celebrations are now. Uh, but the fact that from that emerges 400 people running around dressed as Will Rowe Hood. That's that's magical. That's just amazing. And, and and that's still the thing that goes on. You hear those tales of the conventions and that's why there's such a joy, you know, of a of a of a, a little girl dressed as Jen Erso running around handing Death Star data plans to any Leia she finds <laughs> on the convention floor. That's the magic of it all. And this is one of the big ones. This is one of the absolute big ones there. Uh, so that's magic. The magic of it in the Star Wars world is that it is there's almost no magic to it. It's a case. And the fact that that was kind of revealed so late, <laughs> right? This It was always, a, you know, to my knowledge, legends or something, I apologize if I'm missing a moment, but it was always like, yeah, yeah, we, we don't know what that was. Uh, you know, Will Rowe was maybe running with an ice cream maker. Who knows? You got to eat on Bespin. But the fact that part of the fun of Favreau and team and everyone's celebrating it and all the characters you're mentioning as notable users have all been introduced in the last couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think that's part of the magic too, that the magic is there's no magic. It's a carrying case. It's a secured storage uh, location. It's a travel and locker. Yeah, no, I, I really, really like uh, your analysis of how the two, the real world and the fantasy world of Star Wars, how they interact. Yeah, it, it is one of those how, how communities, you know, build in internal language and inside joke, but how it's such a great example of how sort of meaning builds on, on meaning, right? Yeah. Um, I remember being at, celebration i don't remember if it was 2019 or or uh 2022 um the running of the hoods is so well established as hey everybody let's put on these orange jumpsuits and and run with ice cream makers as a thing that someone had dressed up as the camtono and was carrying a little doll of willrow hood right (laughs) and to be able to see that and understand the meaning and understand the evolution of language and then imagine explaining that to somebody who has absolutely no context. Yeah. It's just such a great uh, image of the way humor and meaning can build on, on every on itself. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So funny. So, I, yeah, I think the magic is kind of the layers. I think it is the weird, twisty history of it. You're right that, you know, that was something that people noticed because they watched this movie again and again. And I do think people watch the movies and the TV shows again and again. But I also still sometimes wonder, like, how many Wilrow hoods are there in the background of, you know, Rise of Skywalker that we're maybe not catching because we don't necessarily watch it in that same way anymore. Uh, and again, not that people don't rewatch it, but it, it, it was 
the rewatching of our generation was out of love and also <laughs> desperation because there's nothing else to watch. Yeah. There's not a new one to watch. Yeah. Now, there's something you're saying there that makes me think of, of this kind of um, this, this phenomenon of, of uh, you, it, Star Wars changes and how we watch and engage with Gage with it changes. The fact that we, you and I reference a, a wonderful uh, wiki called Wikipedia is, is because a knowledge for this kind of thing. And hey, did you see that thing uh, becomes, you know, a, a big thing for us and it becomes part of Star Wars, becomes part of all of our fandoms. And it can lead to uh, Easter egg conversations and connective threads and stuff that maybe takes away from the art sometimes. But no, overall, it's just a celebration of it there and how that might not exist as much in Star Wars because it, it it's self-aware. Now you have some like Pablo Hidalgo and, and, and team putting together a book that's going to point that stuff out for you. Will Rowe Hood would have been a, a name probably different and, and the Camtono something different because they would have put, put a book out in 1980 about the insider guide to Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. And, and that's, you know, not saying that current generations don't have fun doing that kind of stuff because oh, there's absolutely. a lot of weird, unexplained things. Um, but that's okay. That's part of it. Uh, Saturday Night Live started out poking uh, hard at the institution of television, and then it became an institution. That's just what's going to happen. And Star Wars is that. And, and so I know what you're saying about, you know, hey, we had a freeze frame, a, a creaky VCR to be like, hey, am I seeing that? <laughs> that guy have an ice cream machine? Yeah. And the internet finds everything. So, so it is in some ways like, yeah, uh, it will be found. Uh, just watch the Mandalorian episode that used to have Gene's guy. It will be found. Um, yeah yeah, I think just to finish my thought I think um, Star Wars often makes arguments especially like the light side and the light side characters Yoda at his best that you know it it can be okay to make mistakes and maybe in a sort of like a creative way even mistakes can end up being a gift and it's so of the spirit of that that like uh, exhausted hard-working prop masters are like I I don't know give him an ice cream maker We're, we're out of time to glue anything on it just how could it matter right and then people love this movie so much that it matters and it becomes a joke and then john favreau you know grows up with that and goes like i want to grab every fun little thing i love in star wars and 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 give it weight and meaning Mm -hmm. and it's cool that can start out as as a a uh quote-unquote mistake that people Mm -hmm. caught and then not only does it become canon Mm -hmm. but it becomes canon in in a kind of serious way it's the Camp Tono has literal weight. I mean, it's a it's a powerful object. It's a tiny Brinks vault. That's what its story is. And every time it pops up, it's it is very important because only valuable stuff is in there. Beskar is in there. The heart of what makes a Mandalorian a Mandalorian. Uh, mm-hmm. The, the Silicax crystals that allowed Cobb Vanth to get the armor. Like important things are in there. So it goes from a joke that we caught to something that actually has weight, and that's magical mm-hmm. to me. Well said on that. I absolutely love that. Uh, and 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 I was, I'm looking up a photo of, of, of Favreau holding a Camtona with glee in his eyes. Right. I'm looking at the photo right now. Here it is. I'm clicking on it, and he's just like holding up the camera. And there's a crew member next to him, just smiling at John, like he's been waiting for this moment. And 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 to stop there to say it's just John with his action figures is, I think, missing the whole point. And, and you're touching on it. Yeah. This this is this. But what can we do with this? What's the storytelling behind this? Uh, thing it could have been you know the client could have picked it up and been like would you like ice cream like you could have done that but mm-hmm. no they add weight to it and exactly what you're talking about i love that yeah it is the spirit that every weird little thing even like things that are kind of a joke could mean something that's the power of what an expansive galaxy star wars is yeah yeah all right we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna be back to dive into some more details about the cam tono back in a moment 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And we are back to continue diving into the Camtono. So we were just talking about how in the story of Star Wars, as introduced in the whole Mandoverse, it is like a tiny little vault. We see mostly powerful people put very valuable things in the Camtono. What do you think makes this uh, tiny little bucket of dreams so secure? 
<laughs> I think it's just it's got two factor uh, authentication. <laughs> uh, I, I can't say the word because it drives me crazy every time I have to do it. Yet I need to do it. I can't go into my Instagram account now without checking an email on my other phone. Um, so I think that's what it is. I think you're seeing the button. I think I think when when the client opens it up. Dr. Pershing's in another room going, yes, give it permission. And, 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 and I think that's just security. Plus I think they're very sturdy. Um, I, I think you could toss it and throw it. It could fall out of a ship, a speeder, a droid could kick it. I think even IG 11 couldn't squish it. I think that's why I think it's the best in the brand. I think, I think, and I'm, I'm going to look up the definition here, but I think Cam Tono is the Kleenex of star Wars where it's probably to me, <laughs> it's a brand name that just becomes what the item is. Kleenex is tissue, but you don't call it tissue. You call it Kleenex. Camtono to me is Camtono tough. You need. Oh, I love that Camtono tough. That's great. And, and I, yeah, I agree with you that it, that there's something more complicated when we're seeing that some buttons are pressed, it's twisted. It, Mm -hmm. it pops open dramatically, but yeah, I, I I want the extended scene where we get to hear the client actually say, please enter the Google authentication code. (laughs) Uh, that would be great. Uh, I really like, uh, yeah, it's tough. You can run over it with anything, right? The, the Falcon yeah. could land on it and it's not going to crack open. Um, yeah. But in my head cannon, I think it also has defenses like a James Bond car. And we haven't seen them enacted yet. Like, you know, if you put in the wrong code, it shocks you or poison darts fly out of it. We haven't seen it. You know, we haven't mm-hmm. seen like a slicer try to get into it. Uh, this is total headcanon too, but I also like the idea that if you're aware that it's been stolen and it's still in range and you're the owner of the Camtono, you mm-hmm. could send a code uh, to make it impossibly heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so like somebody's running away with it, you hit a few buttons and they just go down. It yeah. can't be lifted like Thor's hammer can't be lifted. Love that. Love that. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. <laughs> Whoop. Uh, so let's, let's talk again about Wilro Hood. We have to. Uh, he is Mr. Camtono. Should uh, Wilro, Mr. Camtono Hood appear on the Mandalorian? And if so, with or without his Camtono? Thought about this. This could be one of those jokes that people make. Uh, you and I often reference, like, what are we going to get a gonk droid movie? And and you can make that joke. I think I, I, I probably have friends that made the, that joke, like, and, and made mm-hmm. it technically or, or with a lot of snark, uh, not those celebrating it. So I've thought about this. We're not... We're not proposing a Disney Plus series. We're not proposing a Mary uh, a movie. We are proposing what needs to happen. Will Roe Hood needs to appear in The Mandalorian. And he needs to have his Cam Tono. We just saw a book of Boba Fett. We saw Cammy and Fixer show up. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, if you knew, you knew. If you didn't know, there's just some locals having some trouble with with the gang, you know. And, and Boba Fett saves the day. That's all I would want out of it. I don't, I'd love to have him have a line. I'd love for him to be working with Grief Karga. I'd mm-hmm. love to, to like maybe griefs like hey I got a, I got a friend and hold on hey Wilro come up here and 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 they open up a Camtono and give Amando whatever he needs I would love it I think it would be ju- a just reward to the legend <laughs> of Wilro Hood for for us even talking about the Camtono in 2023 yeah uh, yeah a, a reward for for a job well done Wilro uh, well ran yeah in uh, in Wikipedia when it references that he's been seen running with one under his arm at multiple points in his life. He's popped up in a comic book in a, in a video game. Mm. So why not give him his day in the sun? I almost think it would be fun to do kind of the same thing they did with the Camtona where, you know, Hey, if you get it, you get it. If not, you're watching the show and that's the safe where the best guy is. And there's nothing funny about the scene. It's very serious. Right. Yeah. Um, 
it would almost be funny if if Wilro Hood is is in it <laughs> and it's extremely weighty and we never find out what what is in his Camtono, but it's got a like a briefcase and pulp fiction vibe where mm. something serious is in there and you don't want to mess with it. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. And you don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I would like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, If we have no Wilro Hood, but we do have continued use of the Camtono in the general Mandoverse, how would you like to see a Camtono used in season three of the Mandalorian? I, similar to what it's been done. I, I, I'm trying to think it's again, it's so normal. It's like, I know I just want them to hold more things, but I think as, as we're heading towards big things on Mandalore, um, I want maybe a Camtono to be found that is opened up and it's got like uh, things from Duchess Satine, like trinkets, maybe a message, and that we honor and preserve the, me- the the memory, the legacy of Duchess Satine. And it's been safe. It's like almost like a time capsule. And like Bo-Katan finds it and they open it. And it's like helps them go forward with the identity of uh, maybe a new Mandalore. Oh wow! Like like a speech that like young uh, Satine uh, gave during the Mandalorian uh, Civil War when she had to be on run on the run, uh, protected mm-hmm. by Qui Gon and Obi Wan. Yes, yes, mm. and and I'm telling, I'm okay with. There's also like a cardboard paper with like some hearts around a picture of young Obi Wan. I'm even fine with that. Like I'm fine <laughs> with that. I have some weight to it that it, it, it connects to what's going on in the show. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. I like that a lot. I uh, thought like, what else can be valuable? Because we've had, you know, things that are financially valuable, personally valuable, the Camtono, uh, the the Spice, all, all these different things. Like, it would be pretty amazing if uh, Mando and Grogu intercepted an Imperial Camtono that is full of stolen kyber crystals. Yes. And then it can be like the, it, it, I, I was thinking like, would would Grogu make a lightsaber? It could be part of his journey of like, okay, well, now you have the crystal. What are you going to do with it? Uh, here's my uh, controversial suggestion. Pulling from uh, the High Republic novels in the character of Ernestra Rowe, I think Grogu can make a light whip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. From ice cream to light whips. That's what we're talking about today. Let's get back to ice cream. Uh, if in the reality of Star Wars... An ice cream maker is a portable safe. What do you think actual ice cream makers look like in Star Wars? They are so just normal looking. They are to me like you ever get like a personal blender that can also, if you make a protein drink in it, you blend and drink from it. It's like (laughs) kind of things. That's what I want. Ice cream makers are just, you want ice cream here? It's this cup. You press a button, you got it. And here you want a space spoon, take it. And, And I think that's what it is. I think it is so, it's tiny, it's small, it's manageable, it's travel travel friendly it, it, it's so you don't even like Baru probably had three of them in that background we didn't see it right uh, she could probably make ice cream in the thing she was feeding the space veggies into as well mm-hmm. yeah yeah indeed, i yeah. like that idea i like that idea a lot i also kind of like that technology in star wars doesn't necessarily track one-to-one you know mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i've had so many uh fun conversations and sometimes frustrating conversations uh with friends who want Star Wars to make more sense, right? It, the, the things that come up like, well, if they have a droid that can do X, why don't they just have that droid do Y, you know? Yeah. Uh, so th- I embrace that sometimes Star Wars doesn't make super logical sense. I, I don't think our own world makes super logical sense sometimes. So I would like that in order to get ice cream, there's a specific droid for it, a sentient ice cream making droid, and it's massive. <laughs> just like... 
huge, yeah. like uh, like Grumgar size, a uh, big, big hulking droid that you have to feed like uh, milk and cream and whatever else goes into space ice cream. And then, you know, a, a bunch of doors open in the droid's torso. And then you got a little cone of ice cream. I love this, a moof milkshake, and I think this is a win. I, I like that maybe there's a little bit of, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, some some classism tied into it. So it's like Lita has it at home with mom, 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 and parent. And now part of the rebellion is to get ice cream makers out into the galaxy. <laughs> people can experience the joy of that moof milkshake. Everybody deserves to have an ice cream droid. Yeah, and as they walk, they make the little ice cream truck sound. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is there anything else in Star Wars that should be named off of a viral video from our planet Earth? And if so, which viral video? Uh, I, I struggle with this a little bit. Try to find the right uh, viral videos. There's so many out there and sometimes I don't pay attention. So I went I went to two directions there. They're not necessarily um, items. I, I, I apologize, but but they're, they're vibes. And I think Mando's perfect for it. The first is um, because he is... There's a lot of healing that's going to be going on in um, Mandalorian season three. I, at least mm-hmm. I think we've talked about um, you're going into the depths, you're going to reclaim identity or heal from past traumas. So I think one way to show solidarity is uh, the Mando version of the ice bucket challenge to raise awareness. For other <laughs> but yeah, so, so when he's in those waters uh, on Mandalore, uh, you must uh, uh, take the container of chilled Mandalorian water and dump it upon your head. And and that that's the start of it. And that everyone else does it as, as a sign of uh, solidarity with uh, Din um, in this journey there. So that's my first thing. But then be, because of that, you get to know who you are. Maybe people, you feel the energy of people helping you and coming together around you. So then Mando is going to get on like a little speeder, um, not unlike, say the hover skateboards from back to the future too. And he's just going to go, uh, he's going to go skating along drinking whatever the star Wars version of, of cranberry juice is while the star Wars version of Fleetwood Max dreams plays. And it's going to be that. <laughs> that is a really good one. That mm-hmm. is an, a really good one. Uh, I have an, an older meme, but I hope, uh, it, it still checks out according to Piet. Uh, I always like the double rainbow. I, I just like the that it's it, it was both it's both beautiful and like yeah of course freak out and then also like but that is a little over the top. It's both at the same time. Um, so I would love it if uh, maybe it's in uh, the uh, Galactic Civil War, maybe it's in uh, the new era after the sequel film. But there's a a group of just nail rock hard tough uh, starfighter pilots uh, in X wing. A Y-Wing combined squadron called the Double Rainbows. <laughs> Double Rainbow all the way. Uh, rest, <laughs> in peace, rest in peace to that wonderful soul who was behind that video. Uh, that is beautiful. I love that. That's that's one of my favorites too. Yeah, and then they can arc across the sky and then people can actually go, it's the Double Rainbows. They're going we, all the way. We There's one more. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it. Just bought my head because someone would comment. We have a chance to do this as Grogu continues in his training and who he wants to be. Uh, he got the chainmail. He didn't get Yoda's lightsaber. But let's say he runs into the lights. It's, it's a dark saber. Maybe he's alone with a dark saber. Maybe he's alone with a lightsaber. He has a chance to be Star Wars kid. <laughs> yeah. Finally, give the full honor to Star Wars kid uh, for the hell he went through at one point for just being someone who loves Star Wars. We are all Star Wars kids. It's something you and I have said before. Grogu is Star Wars kid, too. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Uh, yeah. If the choreography matched up, mm-hmm. beautiful. 
thing mm. of beauty. Uh, well, we're already kind of making it personal, but we always like to wrap up by trying to imagine we could interact in the real world with the thing from Star Wars we're talking about. So, Ken, uh, if we did have Camtonos in the real world, and they weren't ice cream makers, but they were uh, safes, and I think probably more secure than the ones you can buy at Galaxy's Edge, what would you keep in your Camtono? I just started to go the direction of toys, Funko Pops. You know, I need to kind of find out what I'm going to do with those in my life. Um, sell them or display them. I don't know, but maybe that. But I started to go that direction. And I was like, no, I need to uh, something that's relevant to my life. Something that is important to my life that I want to keep safe, but also keep myself from reaching for them constantly. I am obsessed with the uncrustable snacks from Smuckers. <laughs> the peanut jelly sandwiches. They even have meat options now, which is a little weird. Um that you put your freezer and then you thaw them out and you got a little protein pack of peanut butter and, and jelly and a whole lot of sugar. Uh, I love them to the point of it's a problem now. Um, so I buy the 15 packs, right? And I put them in the freezer and it's a good snack, often between four center recordings. Uh, so I need to put a bunch of them in a can tunnel. They would fit nicely. When you open it up, they kind of all fall out. And then because it's a hard, hard to get into them, I would eat them less <laughs> because I couldn't. <laughs> And then I just go around the galaxy with uh, their help. They're a little uh, helpful snack on the go. I would have a Camtono of Uncrustables. Uh, that, that is great. It is something that is valuable. Yes. <laughs> Close to your heart. Yes. Uh, I didn't even think about that. It's like, could I put cheese in there and then it would last for years? It wouldn't go bad. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I thought about like, Hey, what's something really close to my heart? And it is, mm -hmm. you know, my original Yoda action figure. Like, yeah, but I don't actually want him locked away i want to i want him on my desk where he is now uh so then i thought like what what else is that i could um, i could make a joke and say put my feelings in there okay but then i realized this is this is what i would want to do i would want to put like a little note in the camtono and then i wouldn't put anything else in it and then someday if somebody stole it it would just be a little note shaming them <laughs> that says i hope it was worth it I hope this is everything you wanted it to be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, here is the most controversial question. It's the final one. If you had to run with your Camtono in the real world, would you hold it by the handle or would you stick it under your arm in classic Wilro Hood fashion? Oh, I definitely hold it by the handle. Oh my God, I'd have to. I'd absolutely have to. I, I you know, I do lift weights. I do work out often, but I don't. I have thin uh, wrists that aren't as strong as I like them to be. I didn't get my dad's wrist, so I can't carry things as easily as I'd like. So, uh, the underneath the arm, it's a good strategy. It's a good style, and I don't run fast anyways. I'm a cart puller, not a sprinter. So that that'd be my style. I'd be doing the wheel row. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think if something has a handle, I need to hold on to it. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The handle for shopping bags was invented in Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, uh, so I think I have, I don't know, some cultural need to hold on to a handle. Um, because it, it looks a little slippery to have under your arm. I know, like, you know, that that's like a football thing and all that. But I think my instinct would be if I'm running and I need to protect it, I would put one hand on the handle. I would hold the Camtona to my chest and then uh, wrap my other arm around it and try to hold it in every way it can be held. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like I'm writing a little romance song. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to hold you every way you can be held, Camtono. <laughs>
Love it. All right, we're going to move on to our final rating. We like to rate the wild, weird, wondrous factor. Our rating is based on one of the original Star Wars weirdos, Lobot. So out of 10 Lobot heads, one being the least, 10 being the most. Ken, how many Lobot heads do you give Camtono? I struggled with this one because I got to tell you what, at the end of the day, it might be a one because it's just something you have in Star Wars. But that ain't right. And that ain't fair. Uh, Wild and weird, but wondrous is the other thing we always talk about. And this has the just uh, uh, so much wonder, imagination and love, uh, a little obsession behind it. I'm going to go six. I'm going to bump it up six. So that's, you know, it's so normal. It's a one. But the love of it is wonderful and weird in its own way. So six out of ten. Yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm going to go a full 10 out of 10 because I'm going to give five weird and five wonder. Because if it was just a joke, if it was just the ice cream maker and the mystery, that that would be fun and it's weird. Uh, but you take the actual weird uh, real life history of it with them adding it into the Star Wars world in a way that is not at all jokey. It's it's really serious. When a Camtono pops up, it's serious business. So those two combine, the weird and the wonder, uh, combine and make 10 out of 10 Lobot heads for me. Perfect answer. So, Ken, where can uh, people find you? Hey, if they want to find me, you can go to at Ken Napsock or my website, KenNapsock.com. If you like music, I got a show called Pop Rock and Radio. Check it out. And you can find all things Force Center by going to our Twitter feed. Probably the fastest way to find everything we do. It is at Force Center Pod. Check us out there. You can find all my stuff, all my social media, my YouTube channel uh, by searching Joseph Scrimshaw. But for now, I'm going to go wish I had a Camtono full of ice cream. That is it for Databank Dive. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.